Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. scoring drawers the addicts are pegged back from two up and then have to recover from a goal behind to take a point off Burton Albion welcome to Charlton Live Hello and welcome to Charlton Live everybody, hope you guys are well, my name is uh, Louis Mendes, uh, joining me on this week's show then to look back at that, um, quite quite entertaining I guess, uh, draw with uh, Basement Boys, Burton Albion up at the Pirelli Stadium uh, yesterday, first up, uh, Mr Nathan Muller, how you doing Nathan? Living the dream mate, yeah. nice little uh, day out yesterday, it was good fun, good fun, good chatting with some people, but um, entertaining game, not that I, what I, the result I was expecting, but um, better than losing isn't it I guess. Yeah, another point on the board, as you like to say. <laughs> You've got to take the positive, son. <laughs> I'm going I'm to find that another point on the board clip now and put that back in. Right, and also joining us uh, is Mr. Lewis Cat, who hopefully has recovered from standing all the way on, on the trains uh, yesterday. Hi, mate. How are you? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. How's your calves after after those uh, those busy trains? Yeah, a bit stiff, mate. A bit stiff, I must say. It was um, yeah, it was a good day yesterday. As, as Nave said, result was a bit doolally. But um, yeah, really good Charlton following, wasn't it? Nice to see lots of people up there. Um, yeah, there was, yeah, legs there was, are feeling it a bit today. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder, actually, if the defence had to stand all the way on the way there, actually, as well. And that's why they were so awful yesterday. So, right, uh, on, on this week's show, then we'll hear the goals from the game. Uh, up at the Pirelli in a few moments' time. We'll hear from Ben Garner, uh, asking him about the game. Also, ask him about the massive talking point, uh, Jojo Wallacott being withdrawn um, just before the game injured in the warm-up. Uh, you know, in any normal day, that would be a bit disappointing. But with the fact that he's due to fly off uh, to join the Ghana World Cup squad today, um, that was massive news. So we're, we're hoping hoping for much uh, for some good news from, from Jojo, but we haven't heard anything yet. Uh, we're also going to hear from Charlie Kirk. Uh, got a brace yesterday, spoke to him. After the game, we've got some fans bar as well. Lewis very kindly spoke to a couple of uh, Charlton Live devotees uh, after the game yesterday. So we're going to hear from them. Uh, we've got all your tweets and emails uh, as well. So before we hear the highlights, Nathan, now it was a an interesting game. Like I thought we went we went two 0 up against the run of play, 
And when Burton got back to 2-2, they probably deserved to be on, le- on like level pegging at half-time because I thought they dominated the early stages. And then we fell behind and they absolutely battered us for about 20 minutes once going 3-2 up. And then out of nowhere again, we score. And then anyone could have won it at the end. It was a, it was a rip-roaring game, certainly. Yeah, it was, mate. It was a bit... It was a bit too open, I think, you know, like, I know they're bottom of the league and that, but I think we had enough on the pitch to sort of try and control the game. I thought it was a bit too easy to play against, and they were sort of popping, you know, popping shots off left, right and centre, and obviously their third goal was a tuck and half, but um, it was, yeah, it was an entertaining game, you know, it's better than a nil-nil or whatever, <laughs> but um, yeah, a bit of a strange one, we really. Um, there were some good moments that we had. Uh, one thing I do know, if Deji played like that for us, he'd still be here. I've never seen anything like it. He was like an overlapping full-back playing in the 10. Unbelievable. Mad- madness, really. He puts on a shift like that, but hey um Yeah, no, it was a bit of a weird one, really. Happy with Kirky. I'm really, really happy for Kirky. I'm one of his, um, one of his supporters, and I know he can offer us that, but... Uh, Again, I'm I'm just looking back at it now, and I'm just still looking at the whole Jaden thing. Just thinking, like, now when's he going to get in games? You know, like I just, I, you know, I'm starting to feel sorry for him. I really am, and it's like, again, you know, Chucks comes on, saves the day, and it just seems that's what we're doing at the moment. Just sort of try and hold out, wait for Chucks to come on, um, and then hopefully we can get something from the game. But yeah. <laughs> Overall, a bit disappointed because you're two new up. That doesn't matter who you're playing in the league. You're two new up. You know, in the first half, you should win that game. Mm. Um, especially, you know, you you can see the set piece, which is disappointing. But still, you're going in at two two. They got their tails up. You know, and they, I think they bullied us a little bit. Um, but like I say, if you're three two down with however long to go, you're going to take it away from home. But the bottom of the league, and these are the games we should be winning if we're going to do anything decent this year. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I, I, again, I, I know I'm a stats bore, but I've got I've got my little tables of how how many games we need to win between now and the end of the season. So when when I first did this with 32 games left, I think we needed about you know 14, 15 wins, uh, which is looking at 44, 47 percent. Since in four games since then, we've only won one, so it's 25 percent win rate since then. We're now we're now looking at coming up to. I, I'd suggest realistically we need to win half our games now. There's 28 games left. We could afford to win 14 and draw nine, and that would only allow you to lose five. So it's big, I would ask, to get the average points total for, for playoffs. I mean, um, yeah, Nathan mentioned Deci Oshalaja playing well. I found that a personal affront to me because, uh, you know, he's one of our former defenders, and therefore I didn't like him because I'm not very good at liking defenders. Lewis, um, it is a concern that we're not picking up wins, you know? That's that's got to be said, especially from the position we were in yesterday, and we're 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 quite good at one end of the pitch, and we're quite bad at the other, and I'm I'm pretty sure you can guess which ends I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly that, and and as you say, you know these results are all you know fun and games. You know we look at the four all a couple of weeks ago, the three all yesterday. They're, you know they're all, they're all fun and games, are exciting, but ultimately we want to be picking up maximum points. And when you go into to bottom of the league, of course you need to go into it. Uh, with with an open mind because you know they're they're down there but I'd probably say some of their performances it's falsely so because I mean, the way they played yesterday and the chances they created if they do that on a regular it's, it's surprising that they're down there but for me we just look so frail I mean when, when we took the two goal lead that in any normal circumstances that's when we maybe start to feel a little bit more comfortable because in so many games gone by we have that one goal advantage and we we always look frail to concede in it we probably went two up against the run of play of sorts because we didn't really look that in the game, but two great chances that were taken. And at two goals, you're thinking, well, there's a, there's a decent cushion here. They they score quite soon afterwards and, and you maybe get a bit nervous. And yeah, as you say, the sort of polar opposites at each end of, at each end of the pitch with you know how dangerous maybe we look going forwards, maybe not always with the most, uh, the, the largest amount of cutting edge and, and clinical finishing, but we always look fairly dangerous on the attack and then the frailties in defence which are worsened at the moment by um, some key you know key injuries in that area so yeah I, I mean obviously yesterday was an entertaining game but to to forfeit a two goal advantage in the first half for me is 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 sort of unforgivable to be honest you, you can't be doing that against you know teams like Burton Albion in, in this division if you're serious about getting in the top six you can't be dropping the way we did yesterday uh, against teams that are at bottom of the league, but yeah, so I'm, I'm quite disappointed. 
Mm, excellent stuff. Well, let's have a listen back to the goals then uh, from Charlton TV. It was an exciting game. We can certainly give it that. The highlights, um, the commentators, as always, were Greg Stubbley and Terry. The football from Charlton as they pass out from the back. Ball inside to Raksaki, finds Fraser, and now Sessegnon. Campbell inside to Kirk. Now Sessegnon again. Goes backwards to Fraser. Now Innes steps inside. Burn Alvin half drives forward with the ball, Ryan Innes. Little ball finds Kirk. It's a lovely ball. Charlie Kirk for Charlton and scores! A brilliant finish from Charlie Kirk. The assist from Ryan Innes stepping forward out of defence. The reverse ball finding Kirk in the penalty area with his left foot. Gives Charlton the lead after 25 minutes. Uh, the first bit, I suppose, of really, really good football, and you've got to, it's Ryan Innes. Who um, the ball back to him from Fraser. It looked like the move had petered out because of it. But Ryan Innes stepped inside his man, Asia, and then just kept going. And no Burton Albion player came close to him. Now, at that point, you think, what's Ryan Innes going to do here? He's a centre half up by the penalty area, near the penalty area. Is he going to have a nosebleed? Is he just going to thrash at this? Is he going to try a ridiculously impossible pass? No, it was an absolute beautiful pass. Great run from Kirk into the penalty area. And a great finish from Charlie Kirk. Help your teammates at times. McGilvery with the goal kick. Long towards Stockley. Good flick on Kirk trying to get on the end of it. Charlie Kirk's there again for Joel. Little delicate oh. dink and gives Joel a second. Brilliant from Charlie Kirk. Little flick from Stockley. And Kirk, a man of confidence, gets his second of the game. A wonderful, wonderful finish. Well, this, this one was a little bit more agricultural in the build-up. It was the long clearance forward. Stockley with the deftest of, deftest of flick-ons. But again, it's the reading of, the, of the, the ball from Charlie Kirk. He saw where the ball was going. He reacted long before any Burton players did. Still had some work to do when he got there. And he saw the advancing Sinisalo and just lifted it over him. And again, Charlton improbably a 2-0 up here. And we, to be fair, we do look much more threatening going forward than, than Burton Albion do, but they'll be wondering themselves how they can be 2-0 down, having uh, seen the way the game's gone so Taylor far. takes. Decent delivery is a header from Larger And Burton Albion have a goal back. Run towards the near post. Taylor fits the ball in. Larger gets ahead of Dobson. Headers, the goal back for the hosts. Uh, you wonder why it's Dobson alongside Oshelaja, because that's a mismatch. And I just said, as the kick went in, can't give Burton Albion anything we have. Just didn't follow Oshelaja in at all. And I know they've got some tall players, obviously, on Yango, Adabiyashu, and Hughes. Side to Hamer. And poke through. Yango, ball in the box, Charlton struggling to clear. Hamer with a shot. Hamer with the equaliser. Charlton really struggling to clear their lines. On Yango with the ball back across. And Abajo got something on it. Hamer controlled and with his left foot. Volley's burnt out in level just before half time. I mean, that's the defending for that. I mean, Stevie Brown's comments at half time will be interesting if he can keep them clean. Because our defending in the whole period building up to that goal was poor. We panicked. We seemed, as soon as the ball came forward, just seemed to panic from start to finish. We had opportunities to clear it and didn't take it. Fraser's taking it much further back anyway. Fraser with the oh. cross and it's come off the bar. I think the combination of the bar and the yeah, post right the wasn't aiming to do that. Miss hit it. It goes out of play and there's a half-time whistle to conclude a frantic first half here at the Pirelli Stadium as it's Burn Albion 2, Charlton Athletic 2 at half-time. Towards the 60th minutes, 57 minutes played. Burn Albion 2, Charlton 2. We might well see Chooks and Ike warming up. In fact, him and Corey Blacker-Taylor are indeed warming up. There's a goal kick from Gilbert headed away by Burn into the path of Adebayo. With the shot, that's oh, a great finish. And Burn have a third. The header found at Abajo is able to turn, drive towards Lavelle onto his right foot. And McGilvery had no chance. And Byrne take the lead for the first time in this match. Oh, that, if the defending for the second one was poor, 
quite what we were doing for the third. I'm not entirely sure because uh, the ball over the top. Robert Fraser, I don't know if he was leaving it to a thingy of centre-half was there. And he wanted to do was leave it into the path of a lot of Biagio. And then he had uh, yards to move into to pick his spot. And he did exactly that. Chano with 2 0 up, now find themselves 3 2 down. Been a lot of runs beyond the Burton Adam defence this half. We saw a lot of them in the first half. I think Payne is a busier player, so I'm guessing Ben Garner will want him to be mixing it up a bit. And, uh, and EK takes it from the throw. Tries to send Raksaki on his way, and he may do as well. Into the edge of the area, it's another lob. Will it find its way into the net? It does! Again, from nowhere, Charlton have scored a goal. The throw came into it, and EK held the ball up superbly well. And the ball through to Raksaki was pinpoint. Keeper thought about coming, then stalled. And it allowed Raksaki to just lob the ball over the top of the keeper. And the eggs are back level. Can they go on from here? Well, the change instantly works because what happens is because Chana taken off Kurt, they put Raksaki in the middle. And it's all about the assist as well as the finish, to be fair. Watching the replay, the assist is outstanding from uh, the finish from Raksaki is outstanding. But Anike picks him out, but he makes that run beyond the Burton Albion defence. I was just talking about, we've not seen a lot of in this second half. Anike spots the run, it's an outstanding pass. Goalkeeper isn't sure whether to come or not, does so. Raksaki with his right foot lofts it over, and it's free all. There you go, thanks to the boys, thanks to Pups as always for sorting out that recording uh, for us. Yeah. <sighs> It was, it was entertaining, I'll say that. You know, it's, it's weird. We've had a 4-4 and a 3-3 now in consecutive weeks in the league. Uh, obviously, we've had those those three cup wins uh, in, in various different competitions uh, since uh, uh, since we last played Ipswich, which was which was a great game. But, yeah, it was, it was a really strange performance yesterday. Obviously, we've got this patched-up defence to an extent now. And it's, you know, it's Richard Chin coming in at, at full-back. And I thought, I thought he did okay yesterday. I didn't think he was too bad. He, he, he had a bad day at Stevenage. I didn't think he had a particularly bad day yesterday. Obviously, Sess is playing there. And when, when I say patched up, I mean, if you look at the three of the back four, I mean, Richard Chin's a kid. Sess is not patched up. He, he, is, he is a starter for us. Ryan Innes is not patched up. He is, our, I still argue, our best central defender, although that doesn't, that doesn't mean a lot. And Sam Lavelle is, on paper, should be a good defender, but he's not. So... The excuse that we're patched up probably doesn't wash. I think it goes to highlight where that I think Ben Garner probably feels that we haven't got the quality in, in, in depth, certainly in that position, and that's why we're struggling at the back at the moment, Nave. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Ben Garner's already turned around early in the season and said if we make playoffs, it'll be a massive overachievement. And I think we're starting to see it now. Um, yeah, we were patched up a bit, and I know Ben said that we were missing eight, um, you know, eight players and stuff, and I get that. And, and it's been a hard schedule, get that. But we, we lost too many individual battles for me yesterday. I think away from home, I think, you know, Richard Chin's still, you know, early, very, very early on in his career. And then we've got Campbell and Jez, who don't really offer too much protection, really. Um, I thought we were, and I think I probably, you can notice that as we were that open, um, and put a fair play to Pert, and they put, put, it on, put it on our toes a little bit, and we, we sort of crumbled a little bit. And especially towards, and as you say, we were two 0 up, and never expected that as the, as the, where the game was going. I could see it ending nil nil or one or whatever. It was one of those games, but it's just frustrating. I mean, Lavelle yesterday was, you know, I've tried to be supportive of him, and I know I've only seen a few games of him at Morecambe, and he was an okay defender. But we, I think we're trying to make him play in a in a way that he's not comfortable doing. I don't know how many times he gave the ball away yesterday. Um, but listen, he wasn't the only bad defender. I thought Innes weren't amazing yesterday. I don't think anyone had a, an amazing game in Kirk. He got two goals. So it's just, yeah, it's a patched up defence, but that's what we've got at the moment. You know, there's no getting away, but we can't change it. The only way you're going to change it, if you put more younger players in, like Mitchell or whatever, that's not going to solve solve anything. Um, we've just got, I just, we can't keep giving goals away and making it an uphill, uphill task. You know, four against Ipswich, you know, three yesterday, two against MK, um, and you know, two of those three games, they're in the bottom three when we played them. I think, I think MK would have been bottom when we lost to them actually. So we can't keep giving teams a head start and giving us a mountain to climb every single game and relying on our 
a good forward line, you know, we have got attacking threats, but we can't keep doing it. We can't keep giving goals away because we're then chasing games and you can only do that so much. And when you're chasing games, you're exerting more energy. Instead of managing a game, which we should have done at 2-0, we didn't. And um, we gave them the impetus to to go on and have a go. And um, when we're 3-2 down, you know, you're sitting there again, oh, hopefully, hopefully we can scrape a draw against bottom in a league Burton. So, listen, not, mugging Burton off they are where they are and then you know probably deservedly at the bottom of the league but you shouldn't be hoping for a draw at Burton but those were the cards that we were dealt and we just defensively weren't good enough and we haven't been in the last couple of weeks and um, mm. we just need that settled back four yeah um, Burton's home record actually over the last few weeks is better I think that's one defeat in seven now at home for, for Burton in all competitions but yeah we the, the position we found ourselves in 2-0 up um, Lewis and like I say the, the opening goal came against the run of play but it was an absolutely spectacular team goal um, it started off with a goal kick from Macca uh, and, and I'd suggest we kept possession for at least 30 seconds before working it through the lines and then Ryan Innes picks it up in his own half and starts darting forward and you're, you're thinking what's he going to do here you're thinking is he going to have a shot and blaze it towards the corner flag or over the stand or something like Cessignon did earlier on in the game but picked a pinpoint pass for, for Charlie Kirk and now because we haven't seen enough from him in terms of front in front of goal yet, Charlie Kirk. You know, his assists are ticking over nicely. I think he's joint with Payne for assists in in League One with four. Um, the angle he was at, the keeper coming down to close it, I just didn't fancy him at all. But it was a superb little little finish into the bottom corner. It really was a, a, an excellent team goal. Yeah, it was. And I mean, like you, I was a little bit concerned when I saw running his bombing forward. Although I was more thinking, is he going to do another Wimbledon away and take a heavy touch and absolutely clatter someone and get sent off? Um, but yeah, it was a great team goal. Great ball through from Ryan to Charlie. And then, yeah, you know, for him to to get on the score sheet, he's playing an unfamiliar position, as we know, like having to fill in up top because of the options that we have at the moment. Um, maybe has come under some criticism over the last couple of weeks. Um, so maybe not contributing enough in that area. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the finish yesterday was, was remarkable. I've seen him do that um, in a couple of clips that when he used to play for crew, obviously probably in his prime with his, in terms of form. So yeah, obviously it's good to see him contributing with goals and obviously yesterday getting a brace. It's important because we know at the moment that we're not clinical enough in the, in the final third. Yes. Chances we create are brilliant, but we talk about, you know, Stockley maybe not contributing enough, at the moment, looking a little bit out of sorts. You, we know we can't play Chucks from the start, so that that's a card that we're dealt with that we know about going into any game. And Miles is out injured, so when you're looking at players around to step up and play in that system of a two, because we've already realised that the three isn't working, someone's got to step up, and it's been it's been Charlie Kirk. And um, we maybe haven't seen the results as much, but yesterday I was really pleased for him um, to get on the score sheet. And, and as you say, it was a it was a great team goal as well so lots of positives to take from that yeah and the second one was it was a great finish as well and and you know for, for all the stick we've given Jaden, it was his flick on that sort of led to the goal which is something you can try and cling on to for him now you mentioned that Deji getting, getting one back there Nathan you thought he had a good game as I said purely out of spite uh, I imagine to me um but yeah the uh, you can always defend a set piece better. I think it was Dobbo actually who got out jumped by Deji, and Deji was just more powerful in the air. And uh, you know, I think George will be disappointed with his contribution in that, and I think he might be disappointed with being one of the players who probably could have dealt with the second goal a bit better. But watching that bat last night when I got home off, off the train, I was like, goodness me! Like, how many chances did we have for someone just to step in and block it? And then when the ball fell to Hamer, you know, I'm. I'm we're not happy with Sam Lavelle for his part in the second goal, in the third goal, but I'm not happy with Ryan Innes for his part in the second goal. He just stood still. He put his arms behind it. He didn't get out to try and block it. And it's just little little moments like that. We've got to be more proactive to, to, to get forward and block these shots inside our own penalty area. Yeah, exactly. And there was obviously, there was goals earlier in the season when Albie done the same. We didn't get out and, and try and stop, you know, a cross or a shot. And and they're the ones that are happening for for other teams, is you know, and obviously their third goal was was a was a tucking off, but that's what you, you know. When we you get got to ask box, Sam, you, know, you got to ask questions of Sam Lavelle for the third one for not getting out, and for Fraser for sort of missing it in the midfield. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there was 
you can't take any away from the finish. Like the finish was decent, but from our point of view, yeah, we were again disappointed in not closing the ball down. But when we're on the edge of the box, you know, if you if if Pano comes on and he's at the edge of the box, I guarantee they're gonna their players could be out to him in a flash, and that's what we're not doing. And it, and the thing is, is you can accept like free kicks at like top bins or whatever, but goals that are so avoidable. I mean, every goal is avoidable. Otherwise, it'd be nil nil, wouldn't it? But it, they're, they're the ones where it's just just close the ball. The worst thing that's going to happen is going to go in your private parts, and then yeah, or do you know what I mean? That's the worst thing that's going to happen. But we're not doing it, um, and I think that's the frustrating thing. It's not even like they cut us open, um, and it was our position. It's just like we're not just attacking the ball and trying to stop shots or stop crosses. Um, and if you don't, then things like that are going to happen. But yeah, I think all and you said Dobbo. I think. Well, I'm, I ain't going to criticise Dobble too much because he's an absolute ledge but I think it was one of his poorer games yesterday as well as you said in terms of the free kick uh, to set piece and, and obviously the second goal I just think we were all over the pitch we just lost too many individual battles for me um, yeah. and I think that's what the disappointing thing is Score, uh, conceding three you know it's, it's not good enough yeah, and it's something we we we're starting to do quite regularly now. Is it nine nine goals conceded in the last three league games, and and seven goals scored in our last three league games, and actually it's in, only in our last two. But you score seven goals over the course of three league games, you've got to be picking up more than two points, and that's that's why we're struggling this season. Um, big difference, as per always, is we bought on. Chooks and, and Blackett Taylor, um, and they both <laughs> Ch- Chooks was Chooks. I mean, his his assist for the third goal for Raksaki, which again was a, an excellent finish from 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 the kid, uh, the former Chelsea uh, youth product. Um, yeah, excellent finish, Blackett Taylor. <laughs> I loved Corey Blackett Taylor. He's, he's he, he, you know what to expect with him. He will beat his man, and in some cases, two men. I mean, that bit where he he done the stepovers and the two Burton defenders ran into each other was absolute gold. But then sometimes he needs a little bit more of it, of an end product. So his shot after that wasn't good enough. A couple of his crosses weren't weren't quite where they needed to be. But it's, it's still a threat. And and those two coming on did make a big difference for us because I'd say that that twenty minutes after Burton got their third, I mean they look they looked like they were going to go on and get a third, a, a fourth, a fifth, whatever. Because we were really under the cosh until those two chaps came on for us, Lewis. Yeah, we were, we were massively on the ropes. I, every, I said yesterday, every time Burton went forward, I thought they were going to score. That Craig made a couple of decent saves. Um, obviously, the strike for the third goal, as Nate says, was good. But what annoys me is the standing off. Um, but yeah, the, the, I think what they have twenty-five shots yesterday. I think ten on target. Uh, it, it's incredible. I mean, we we really were on it in terms of being on the ropes. We were struggling, and then yeah, you bring on Chucks and and Corey, and you, you kind of assume there's going to be that immediate impact because of the calibre of player they are. And we saw that with Chucks. Um, I thought at the start, I think it looked like Deji was was sort of man marking him a little bit. Um, a couple of duels where Deji got the better of him, and I'm thinking, oh, is he? Just, is this going to be one of those days for Chucks where he gets frustrated and, and maybe ends up kicking out and getting booked or sent off or whatever. Um, but then the assist for the goal was obviously was was fantastic and a great finish from Jez as well. Um, and Corey, I mean Corey, for me, if if he had an end product, he he wouldn't be playing in League One. You know, he's he's so dangerous going forward. He'll beat, as you say, beat his man every single time. He's fast. He's dangerous. But it's like when he gets well, as soon as he gets anywhere near the penalty box or gets in the penalty box, the bra- the the brakes go on and and it just doesn't work. It's um it's something that he he must need to improve on I mean if, if he improves on that he's he's unplayable for me he's probably the most dangerous player in this division if he had him product he's <laughs> so frustrating but he made an impact when he came on and that's the main thing I mean he created those two chances where it, the, the ball came across there was a bit of an air shot from from Jack Payne and then obviously the the other one you mentioned where he sat the two Burton defenders down and then I don't know if it was a cross or a shot or I mean God knows what happened because it was the weirdest the weirdest end to that move um but it shows that we can create it but as we say that the cutting edge and and the being clinical is something we really struggle with and mm. i think we've mentioned it before you know like i think even before ghana came in people were saying you'll score goals but when you win games you're going to win games like 4-3 3-2 three, and you mentioned the goals scored as well that that seems to be what we're seeing at the moment but the problem is we although we've we scored four against Ipswich and three against burton we're still not winning games and we could have scored more and we're not seeing these, you know, we're not taking our chances and capitalising because we were probably, you know, on paper we are that we were the better side and we probably did create some of the better chances, but 
we can't take them. Where Burton yesterday, yes, they had 25 shots, 10 of them were on target, but every time they went forward, they looked like scoring. And, mm. and we sometimes, when we go forward, I think Corey's got the better of his man, but who in the box am I looking at? And I think it's going to put it away, apart from Chooks and apart from Jez. And, and that's, the, that's the problem at the moment. Yeah, certainly. I should have a special mention for Craig McGovery. Um, Nath, I, I don't think he could have done much with it with any of the goals. Um, I, I mean, looked at, back at them yesterday, but obviously coming in, in in difficult circumstances with Jojo picking up that injury just before the World Cup. And as, as I mentioned, we'll, we'll hear from Garner in a few seconds' time what he had to say about that. But you know, I've, I've never never been Craig's uh, biggest advocate, but I thought he did okay yesterday. I thought he made some good saves actually in the second half. You know, he took a boot to the face in the first half. You know, he, he was he was um, he, he was pretty pretty decent. Tips a few over the bar. I was I was quite pleased with him yesterday. I'm hoping now that we know he's going to be playing for the next month at least anyway, because Joe will likely either be out injured or at the World Cup, um, that he'll con- continue pick up take some of that confidence from yesterday. There was one one slight cross fumble at the, st- at the very start, and I was like, oh god, here we go. But he was fine other than that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think Craig done anything wrong yesterday. Um... And to be fair, I think we're quite lucky, really, to have a backup goal- goalkeeper in in Craig, really, because I think a lot of League One teams would like Craig as their number one. So, um, yeah, I thought he'd done okay yesterday. We know we, he's a different goalie, different type of goalie to um, Jojo, but I, I didn't think he'd done anything too wrong yesterday. There was a couple of times where I thought he could have released the ball a little bit earlier when we were we were in a bit of space. But that's a, we know what we know what sort of keeper is in comparison to Jojo so yeah not, nothing to rumble about Craig like you say made some good saves and um, but I think yeah that he was the least of our problems yesterday uh, in Craig Excellent stuff right um, we'll hear from Ben Garner in a few seconds time I did uh, it was mentioned earlier I thought the fans were excellent again yesterday um, travelling up on the trains was a good laugh uh, I was sat with uh, with John on the way up and we were chatting about how it feels like we're, we're taking a lot of fans now to away games you know I, I always felt like since Covid that we've we've done ourselves pretty proud on, on the road it feels like there's a good group going at the moment and it was a good laugh yesterday uh, particularly at Tamworth Station we all got off the train at Tamworth to change uh, and I won't name him because uh, I, I won't name him but so there's a, a reasonably well-known Charlton fan was stood at the uh, just stood just off the platform, just greeting all the Charlton fans uh, who had got off the train. It was, it, was a, it was a bit of a weird sight, like his head was just poking over the wall. It was just the other side of the platform. And I thought, well, that's nice of him to stand there and say hello to everyone, because everyone knows who he is. Everyone wants to see him and say hello. I always say hello to him. Uh, and I, I saw people trying to lean over and shake his hand. He was a bit, oh, I'm not sure about that. And I thought, that's a bit weird. But I went over, I went past him. All right, good to see you. It's good to see you back. And then there's only... Um, after I'd walked on another few paces, I realised why he was stood like that, right up against the wall where no, he was having a wee, basically. So if anyone who shook his hand yesterday, and you know who I'm talking about, uh, you might want to wash your hands. Right, let's hear from Ben Garner uh, after yesterday's draw uh, up at Burton. Uh, I asked him what he made uh, of the game and the performance. Uh, tough game. Um, we've, we've had a really difficult period in terms of the, the number of games within. Uh, you know the whole season really, but especially within the last uh, the last month or so. So we, we were running on fumes a little bit today, and uh, it took a big effort um, to go two up uh, and 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 do well at that stage. And uh, you know I fully expect us to go on and win from that point, obviously. Um, and then the game turns on on them getting a goal immediately after. Uh, frustrating thing is he's he's. The forwards offside from the ball forward. I then thought he fouled Cess, and both of those are missed. And then they give the free kick against us, but we have to deal with it better. That then gave them momentum and energy and changed the game. So um, we, we spoke about a few things at half time. Thought we were really good at the start of the second half. We were much improved, and uh, we then give away another poor goal. And you, you can't give goals away like that. So that made it an uphill task. We got back to three and, and just couldn't get the winner. But um, I, I can't. I'm not criticising the players in, in, in any way for their effort because, as I say, we've been really stretched. I think eight missing today for injury and suspension. We are where we are as a squad and we're just trying to get the most out of it. What's your overriding feeling of full-time frustration that you, you had that two-goal lead and didn't keep it or, or at least relief that you came back into it after going behind? Yeah, a bit of both. I think the important thing is you don't lose the game. And uh, Again, we show character and we show quality. I mean, three fantastic goals today. Um, great goals. And that's really important that you, you come away with something. You know, it's a point. We want three. 
Um, but the important thing is we, were, we didn't come away with, with a defeat. We showed the character and the quality to get something from the game. But at the same time, I'm obviously disappointed from the position we were in in the first half not to take all three points. Speaking to Charlie Kirk and, and talking about the, the quality of those two finishes, you're, you're asking him to play a, a role he hasn't played before up front. And yeah. you can see he's, he's got some of the attributes there, certainly. Yeah, it was, uh, I say, the first goal, the build-up to it was brilliant. And uh, I don't, you know, I don't think you see a better team goal this this weekend. It was it was fantastic and a great step in from Ryan and slip pass. Charlie's movement was excellent and a brilliant finish on his on his left foot. Um, and the second goal equally, you know, uh, they pushed on and it was on to get to go into the front. And Jaden won a, a good header and Kirky gambled and run behind, which is something he's adding to his game. And a brilliant finish, really composed. And, and Jez likewise with a third, fantastic ball from Chuks and Nike and a brilliant finish. You mentioned the defending for the goals in particular. I'd suggest the second and third ones where there were chances to clear the second one yeah. in particular. Yeah, we, we we just didn't have enough in, in, in the legs for me today. You know, we had a really difficult game Tuesday night. Um, they've had a clear week coming in. They, they they play direct early. They turn you. They put it in behind. Long throws, free kicks, corners coming in. And um, we were a, a little bit lighter than what we have been in those regards. We've been really good offset pieces this season, but this is probably the one time where um, you're looking at the team going, it could be tough from set pieces today. So that's where we are. Uh, there was no other solutions to that today. And the players have, have given everything and come away with a point. And we have to move now on to next week. The, the third goal was I felt quite similar to one of the ones that Ipswich scored late on from, from the edge of the box where they were able to, to get a shot away yeah. perhaps not being closed down enough is that something that the players can try and concentrate on to get out to block yeah. shots like that Absolutely. I, I think there's, it's, it's, a, it's a poor goal I don't think we compete enough on the first ball um, I think we should cut it out in midfield it should never get to their forward and once it does get there we should be closing the goal off and showing outside so a, a really disappointing goal from our perspective and um, but as I say, we, we are where we are in terms of what we can and can't do at the moment. We've just got to maximise uh, each game. Uh, and as I keep saying, get through to January in the best position that we can be, both in the league and in the cup competitions. Uh, and then we, we, we need to strengthen. We need more quality. We need more depth to the squad if we want to be a competitive team in this division. Obviously a massive talking point in the warm-up. Jojo going off, obviously hoping yeah. for good news ahead of the World Cup. Praying for it praying for he's got a scan as soon as we get back to London so he just caught one on the on the end of his finger um, we're hoping it's maybe just a ligament or or something like that a little sprain in there um, so yeah we're, we're just praying for good news because he's due to fly out tomorrow and, and join up with Ghana so yeah hopefully we get good news how, on how has he sort of reacted to the setback yeah he, he's fine he's a, he's a, a really level-headed um, guy Jojo obviously was dis- disappointed before the game um, and frustrated by it um, I don't think he was in the position to be on the bench so we made it into put an extra outfield player on but he's, he's a little bit more positive in there now and as I say we're just really really hopeful that it, it's positive news and he can travel tomorrow Obviously meant Maka came into the side perhaps a, a week earlier than he was expecting but he made some good saves in that, in that second half Yeah he did really well I think massive credit to, to Maka today because it's not easy when you come in at short notice like that but he, his professionalism is excellent he prepares the right way every day before the game he prepared in the right way and that's why he was able to, to come in and perform the way that he did so um, yeah, really strong performance from him, and, and yeah, we certainly needed him at times today. Yes, yeah, three league games without a win. Obviously, it came either side of that enjoyable run in, in the League Cup. Obviously, you're talking about just trying to keep pace with, with the yeah. top six um, up between now and January. So we, we can't Charlton can't afford too many of these little runs. No, we you know we as I say, we're just trying to get the most out of out of the group and through till January and get as many points as we can and progress as far as we can in the in the cup competitions. But um, like especially defensively, you can see how stretched we are. Uh, we're really low on numbers. We're really low on depth. Um, uh, young Richard Chin did great today. He really did in, in a really tough environment and a tough game. Um, you know, he's going to Stevenage away Tuesday night and here today uh, and equipped himself really, really well. And it'd be so much better for that experience. Um, but, yeah, well, it's not as if uh, we've got too many options in terms of, of, of changing it. We had... Um, Three centre-backs uh, available with, with young Deji on the bench and we had two full-backs available. So that's that's where we are at the moment. And as I say, it's a case of maximising it and getting what we can from each game. Hoping for any better news between now and Port Vale next week in terms of people coming back? I don't expect anyone. Sean Clare will be back from his suspension. Um, that's it. There'll be no one else back before next week. Cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cullen trying to take his man on. Chip ball back across. Bowers there. Pierces there. Bowers with a header. And it's John. Yes! Yes! Oh, he's got Right, welcome back to Charlton Live. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. We're looking back at yesterday's 3-3 draw uh, with Burton Albion. It's Louis Mendes, Lewis Cat, and Nathan Muller. Uh, we just heard there from Ben Garner. I mean, he, he's saying, Lewis, that Charlton running on fumes at the moment. You know, we, we are... The squad's small, basically. We know why. <laughs> and we know, we know why it's going to be a problem. And that's why, after Bolton, he said top six would be an overachievement. That's why I'm keeping a very close eye on what I think we actually have to do because I think it would also be an overachievement for us to get the playoffs this season, certainly. Um, I, I see a couple of people say, I, I tweeted yesterday, just because I'm keeping an eye, I, I know that we have to win games. Like it, it's, it's nice not losing too many games, but not losing too many games on its own is not going to get us in the playoffs. We have to win games. So when people are saying, when I said yesterday, well, that's three without a win, and, and, and people are pointing out, yeah, but it's only one league defeat in eight or something like that, I'm like... Not good enough, unfortunately. You know, I, I enjoy the fact we don't get beaten, but we have to win games if we want to get in the playoffs. A hundred percent. Yeah, we need to be, as I said, more clinical, more defensively sound, um, because we are in games and we're playing well in these games. And some of the attacking football and, and the identity that Garner wanted to to implement when he came in, we're starting to see, and we are seeing more exciting football here this season than last. You know, I think that's that's a fact. But what comes with the with that is that we maybe don't have all of the players suitable to play that system. And when you do have a handful of players that can and those players are then injured, you're relying on what you've got lower in the ranks to to come in and, and to step up. And for me, when I when I look at that and I see, you know, defence at the moment we mentioned earlier on in the show, we're seeing a bit of a makeshift defence at the moment. But as you mentioned, two of those are starters. But I mean, Ryan Innes, I didn't expect to be a ball player centre-half, but he's probably adapted and, as you say, probably been our best defender this season. Um, Sess has looked good. You know, I think I think Sess looks good, but then you, you're relying on the likes of, you know, relying on Richard Chin to come in and, and to settle in, in games like that. And I think it's difficult. And we, we're seeing that, that lack of depth. I mean, in some instances, yes, there are a, some unfortunate circumstances around injuries and that's something out of our control. But we went into the season when, when the window closed and we did that, we did our deadline day show we were concerned then about the depth and, and we knew it would come back to, to come back and bite us. And, and it is at the moment because we don't always have the options. You know, Up front, we've got some great strikers. One of them's not firing, one of them's injured and one of them can only play 30 minutes. And if you're going to get out of this division, you've got to have more option than that in the, in the final third. And, and we don't. And, you know, there is significant investment required in January if we're going to be pushing for the top six. But like you, I agree, it, it would be a, an astronomical overachievement for us to finish in the in the top six, given the points we've dropped and maybe the, the support that Garner hasn't had up front, which he probably should have in the window if he was mm. expected to implement his style so early on. Yeah, it's funny. Obviously, we talk about it being an overachievement. Obviously, for, for a a club like Charlton in League One, it shouldn't be an overachievement, but it's, it's where we are. So, you know, you, you find ourselves in a difficult position because for a club like, like I say, Charlton in League One should be getting in the top six. You know, we should, we, we should, be, we should have the resources, the investment, that, that sort of stuff. But that, that's obviously not where we are, and, that, and that's frustrating. Right, let's have a look at some of the messages that have come in. Noddy said, uh, we look so poor against uh, lower teams in the division. 
uh, or even a division lower. We didn't look convincing against Colville. Uh, Sangard needs to get his checkbook out to make some serious signings in January uh, or sell up and make way for somebody who will. Yeah, we heard there from uh, Ben Garner talking about just trying to get to January uh, and, and you know, within touching distance. And we are sort of within touching distance. We're only four points outside the playoffs. Obviously, it's, it's really tight, League One, actually. So... Um, the, the, some of the teams above us have a, have at least one game in hand, including Derby, who's sitting sixth. So, I mean, let, let's just say on average, we're probably about five or six points outside the playoffs if we're lucky. Um, you know, that that's roughly where we are. But there's we're on twenty three points. Uh, sorry, we're twenty four points in eleventh. Um, to go sixteenth place, Fleetwood Town are on twenty two. So, I mean, one one bad result, <laughs> we could find ourselves about sixteenth, seventeenth. Like. It's crazy how tight it is. And we've got 10 points above the relegation zone. I, I remain not, not concerned about the relegation zone, and I'm sure no one else is either. But, yeah, it's, it's tight. Um, you know, a good little run could propel us up, but we need to get that good little run, you know, and we haven't haven't recently. Right, Rachel uh, said, I know it's controversial, but I'd rest uh, Dobbo and Fraser for Port Vale and stick Cask and Albi in the midfield. Uh, not sure if it's worth risking them getting injured or exhausted. I'd also drop Stockley uh, and try Kirk and Payne up top and then bring uh, Brig Chucks on uh, for the last 30 minutes. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Bry saying that Fraser's too important to, to rest. Nathan, are you, are you in favour of resting players like, like Dobbo and... and um and Fraser, and then obviously Kasky came on yesterday. We didn't really speak about Jake, but he came on and you know did did what he could yesterday in the latter stages. Uh, I mean, I mean, if Fraser's obviously you know running on fumes or whatever, I think JFC's a, I think there's a like for like replacement thing. I think we're both technically very good, um, good at set pieces. So I think for that one, Dobbo is a bit more different for me because. I don't think well. We don't have anyone else like him. We don't really have. I mean, Alby, yeah, possibly. But then we've, then we haven't really got anyone defensive-minded to do that dirty work in terms of in front of the back four, which Dobbo's so good at. Um, so resting Dobbo, even though, yeah, I don't because if, if we lose Dobbo, we're in trouble. Um, but we don't really have anyone else to do that instead of him at the moment. So I don't see how we can do that. So I'm pretty sure that will probably be a position. That um, Ben will probably be looking at, uh, but look, they've got they've got a clear week now. They've got another. They've got an extra day off um, just to try and recuperate and whatnot. But I'm, I'm not in the camp of resting players unless they really need it. Unless they're really jaded, um, mm. then I wouldn't do it. But Fraser, I, I, yeah, I could get that with JFC. But Dobbo, I just I just can't see who else we'd get in terms of the balance of our eleven with no one that defensively minded. Um, yeah. But yeah, Morgan and JFC could be a bit too open for me. Yeah, and and it's the good thing about Dobbo is is that you know remember when he came in he came in under Jacko last season, which was in October up at Sunderland. And then he played every every league minute, I think. We certainly started every league game for the rest of the campaign, and and he seems he seems to be one of the. That the fitter players, right? Charlton Exile says, in my opinion, we looked okay for a total of maybe fifteen minutes. Other than that, Burton outplayed us. At nil two was, uh, uh, we were up against the run of play. All we had to do was defend properly and manage the game, but we were just not good enough. And lack of brains, quality, or effort, uh, I don't know uh, what it is. Yeah, certainly. Uh, James said another blown lead. A defence just nowhere near good enough. Three goals should be getting you uh, three points. Daniel wants to see an improvement uh, in the defence uh, as well. John says it's all part of a. A team that tries but sometimes uh, can't control blame where well, we all know uh, where that uh, lies with after yesterday's uh, performance. Dan said it's a mixture of key uh, missing players and a shambolic uh, defence uh, that, that we need to uh, need to try and improve. Uh, Chris said, yet again, uh, points dropped against bottom of the league. Uh, Milton Keynes, Cambridge, uh, Forest Green and now Burton. If we don't uh, need a new striker in January, we need a whole new defence. Uh, every week uh, letting in goals. How many clean sheets this year? Not keeper's fault. Uh, there are 10 men uh, in front of him. Uh, London Innit Giza said, so many negative Nancys with agendas after yesterday's game. At the end of the day, it was a decent point uh, and we move on uh, to Port Vale. Although Mark said, uh, it can't be a decent point when you're 2-0 up uh, away against the bottom team. However, uh, I wasn't there, so I'd trust your uh, judgment. Uh, Max said, maybe we should try playing a 4-2-3-1. Uh, potentially get Kirk at striker with Raksaki and CBT either side of Fraser uh, in between Jake Forster Kasky and Dobbo uh, in the midfield. Yeah, some di- different ideas coming up. Uh, Paul says depth for squad is being exposed again uh, and will continue to be, unfortunately, with the break even mantra uh, from the BSTS. Uh, that's uh, that's Paul Williams. Um, 
I mean, all hell will let you lose. I mean, we talked about it earlier, Nave, but I'll ask you as well, Lewis. Jaden Stockley, can he fit into a Garner system? What's wrong with Jaden this season? Discuss. I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't be performing better now that we're playing two up top. No reason whatsoever, and he's not. You know, even with his new haircut, that didn't seem to change anything. Yeah, no, I did say when I first saw him yesterday, I thought Jack Payne had grown like two foot because <laughs> of the haircut. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, it's difficult with Jaden because we know what he can do at this level. We've seen it. You know, over the last over last season, even in a, in a disappointing campaign, and the season before that when he came in on loan, um, we've seen what he can do, and and we saw the best of him in a two. And at the moment, we're struggling to see to see the best Jaden Stockley for some reason. Whether it's down to form, uh, solely down to form, or down to system, I don't think it can be too much down to the system anymore because we are playing a four four two. I mean, yes, the way the ball gets to him is probably different to the way it did under JJ and under Nigel, that we, we do pass the ball around a bit more. Or we do prefer that possession football under Ben. Um, he's having to come deeper to receive the ball. Um, but I, I just don't think he's getting in the right positions. I mean, we have we talk about you know the wingers with, with Jez and, and Corey at times and whoever's out there getting balls in the box. But it just seems to be that they never end up landing on Jaden's head. And the same with corners and things like that. We just he doesn't seem to be getting in the right positions. But it's it's difficult because with Jaden, you know he can do it. And I think there is a it is a, just a big question mark over form. The problem for me is we've got nobody to take him out of the team for. Like there's mm. no there's no competition. You can't with you can't say to him, Jaden, you know, this isn't good enough, we're dropping you at the moment. And then it might it might be a case of him coming on with half hour to go and making an impact and boosting his confidence. But we're not in a position to do that because we know Chooks can't play you know, the, any longer period than he is at the moment, and Miles is injured. If if Miles wasn't injured, it might be a different story because Jaden might be out of the side. But even then, he's he's not got a natural striker alongside him, and hasn't really only only really has when when Miles was fit for sort of three or four games in this system, and now he's injured. He's having to play with you know whether he's got Jez next to him, who's not really a uh, a striker. Then you've got Kirky next to him, who's not a striker. Um, it's difficult. I mean, for Jay, for me, what Jaden needs is a spell out of the side. But because of the position we're in with options up top and injuries uh, and, and what, what we know about Chirks, we haven't really got any other option. Um, but for me, I think what it, what it would take, I, I agree with the tweet earlier on where the guy said about taking him out of the side. I'm quite surprised Payne's not been given a go as a second striker. Whether you'd, you'd play Payne and Kirk, I think would be a little bit unnatural. Mm. But, but if you if you took... Uh, if you took Kirk out of that position and played Payne as a second striker, I think you might get some more results. But for me, Jaden, I, th- I think he, he needs to spell out the side. But when that comes, I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. when Miles comes back, we'll see it. <clears throat> yeah, Nate Reader said uh, Stockley offers us nothing. He's a detriment to the team now as he can't find a pass or hold the ball up, uh, which is needed if you're going to stay in the team, even though you're not scoring. I'm starting to think we should put another one of the wide boys up there uh, with Kirk. So, yeah, Nate, Nate Reader's had that idea. I mean, the... the it's a hard one for me to argue against because Jaden's been so ineffective recently. But it just reminds me of you know this this spell we had last season where we didn't have the likes of Stockley or Washington, and we were going up top with you know he was playing up. We had Lico, and I can't even remember who we were playing up alongside him at times. Maybe Burstow, who was you know lightweight, unfortunately for us, and, and we just had nothing at that end of the pitch. But, you know, can I argue that we have something at that end of the pitch now? Maybe because Stockley won the flick on for the, the second goal yesterday. Maybe he has something, but I don't know. It is a tough one. Sam said it's a lack of service, nothing more left and less uh, for Stockley. He's working hard for the team, but it's a thankless task uh, at times. Right, well, let's hear from uh, someone who did score some goals yesterday. Charlie Kirk um, got a brace. Uh, we'll speak to him after the game. I've got a bit more of this interview that I'm going to say for Thursday, just because we won't have much audio for Thursday, where I ask him a bit more about settling in uh, back in London. But after yesterday's game, I just asked him uh, what he made of the performance against Burton Albion. Um, yeah, uh, funny game. Um, being 2-0 up um, and cruising, really. We didn't really look like conceding when we did, but we did anyway. Um, but as I, as I just said, to get back in the game when we were 3-2 to, three to down shows good character from us. From a personal point of view as well, you must be delighted with your your two goals, uh, two very accomplished finishes. Yeah, um, I feel like I should have had a lot more than I have already this season. But um, yeah, 
a good finish for the first one and then the second one I enjoyed chipping the keeper I did that a lot in training so enjoyed that one and they came, it came at a good time for us because I, I think we'd had a slightly difficult start to the game and perhaps yeah. been on the on the back foot the, the first one in particular it didn't really look like there was much of an angle for you to, to finish from did that what it, what it seemed like when you went through no it was quite of a slow game to be honest building up to it and then obviously when I broke the deadlock it opened up a lot more the game but um, yeah I didn't I, I wanted to take on my right foot to be honest but the defender come across so I had to like keep him off and then as I said, I just had to kick it across goal low and usually they go in and they did. And the second one, as you say, is that something you've done a, a lot in training then? Yeah, I chip Jojo all the time in training, so yeah, I enjoyed that one. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just heard you speaking with Tell talking about your little competition with, with, with George Dobson, who's yeah. going to get the most goals, and that, that started before today then? Yeah, well, in the warm-up we were saying like I was due a goal, which I was um, doing everything but scoring at the minute. Um, but yeah, he said, like, come on, you have got to score more than me this year, so two ahead of him now so so he's shot that had a deflection and went just wide you were going to say that was going to be an own guy if that guy yeah that, that was it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's three league games without a win obviously we've just come off the back of a really good cup run um, how have you assessed the start to, to the league season so far we're sort of floating not too far away from the playoffs but we've had a couple yeah. of little bad runs yeah I think we had a good run round when we played Pompey um, but the good thing is in all this we're not losing games last year I think we, we come here I think we would have lost this game so We'll get, we're stepping in the right direction but we need to turn these draws into wins if we want to get near the playoffs there we go Charlie Kirk good to see him on, on the score sheet yesterday as I said we'll speak a bit more about him on Thursday because I've got a little bit more of that interview right Phil uh, DM just saying yesterday uh, hi guys another poor result on the road to go two up and then concede three to the bottom side you had 25 shots is simply not good enough defensively uh, we're a shambles and as for our captain Marvel Stockley it's timed he was moved on it looks like a cart horse so slow and contributes so little does Sangard spend a penny on a centre half and a mobile striker in January uh, we shall see but not holding my breath we really are uh, going nowhere uh, under this owner that's from Phil uh, on messages thanks for that we've got an email as well that comes in from Carl it said uh, top line summary is that we were lucky to get a point it was a strange game uh, for, they set their strategy out in the first minute with the long throws. Yeah, it was Tom Heyman, wasn't it, with the long throws and the balls into the box. So we actually dealt with OK for the first half an hour. Uh, the ball from Ryan to Charlie for the first goal was brilliant. The finish, very good. Uh, second, the finish was even better. It's great to see Charlie get a couple of goals. Hopefully that will give him some confidence. Uh, but the second seemed to have an impact on them. They started to uh, get in the, call down, uh, the ball down more and trying to play around us. The first goal from... Uh, playing it up uh, down our left uh, and us giving away the free kick and then the second they open us up down the left again and we didn't deal with the box in uh, the ball into the box really poor defending the second half we were okay but then the goal knocked us and the next 20 minutes we were really on the ropes uh, another long range goal with our centre backs backing off and letting the player have a strike uh, with no pressure on them we seemed to panic uh, in that second half and didn't really get into it the bigger picture is though I think we have a few issues Craig's kicking was a worry it didn't seem to be getting it past halfway. And then when Jaden isn't winning it in the air, it comes straight back like the third goal uh, yesterday. The back line is a mess. I know we have injuries, but Lavelle, as you've been saying, is a shambles. Uh, we shouldn't be uh, asking Dickie Chin to fill in. Uh, he might well be a good p- uh, player in the future, uh, but it's too much for him uh, right now. The midfield two were poor today. Worse, I've seen Fraser and Dobbo playing that too. I know uh, Ben Garner said uh, to me that we're running on fumes, but I uh, have to ask why. Why did he play Dobbo last Saturday? Surely... Uh, that wasn't needed. Uh, I thought Campbell had a better game uh, than Jezrak Zaki until he got pulled off just after half-time. It seems to be a threat. Just needs to work on that final ball. Raksaki got doubled up uh, on a lot and it was hard for him to get into the game. Yeah, I did think he was quiet yesterday. Uh, said That said, he still had a couple of chances on the edge of the box and he and Corey just need to take a solid second to look up before shooting. Uh, finally, the captain. You had a great chat about him on Tuesday uh, and I think another poor game from him. He isn't offering us uh, anything up front at the moment. Uh, do you think they will look to offload him in January and get two strikers in? Keep up the good work. See you all up in Stoke. That's from Carl. Do you, do you think they'll try and offload? Stockley, I can't. I don't know. I don't know if they will because if we did and we don't get anyone in, then we'd be absolutely screwed, Nath. Uh I don't think they'll try and get rid of him personally. Um, and even if we did, I mean, it's not like he's on hot scoring form. Who's going to buy him? Um, so you're, you're not going to get anyone probably from the championship. So someone from League One, and you look at who's going to buy him for an amount of money that we're going to accept is probably very few because the people. Um, in the top half, in you know, in the playoff, they've probably got their their striking positions all set, really. So someone in low half of the table, unless they've got a lot of money and they can spend it, then I, I can't see it. But uh, I, 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 you know what? Like, I know he's out of form, and I still think he can offer something. And there was a there was someone who messaged in saying the service. So I think that's a main problem for me as well. I've said in him dropping deep and not having the agility and the pace to get up with 
we play again for those deliveries is probably a massive issue but now he's playing in a two but if I look around our squad I mean you look at our wingers are we blessed with great crosses of the ball I mean Jez is, Jez isn't a crosser Corey's not really a crosser of a ball um, Kirky is like DJ is he a crosser I, don't, I just don't think we lack um, I think we lack the, the service into him um, personally but there are elements of his game which are very frustrating uh, when he's not holding up the play in that but I just think it's, you know, form is temporary. Um, I don't think he's a bad player overnight. I just think he's going for a really sticky sticky place. And he probably does need a, a bit of a spell out, really, like Maguire had. You know, just a couple of games out, reset. But we haven't got we haven't got the luxury of doing that at the moment. So I do I do feel really sorry for Jaden Because I think he's obviously a good character around the dressing room and whatnot. But he's just going for one of those tough, tough, tough phases at the moment that every single player, and especially strikers, have. Mm, excellent stuff. Right, well, let's get a little bit more uh, fan engagement, shall we? Uh, Lewis uh, very kindly uh, delved into the fans bar after last night. It sounds like you, you're walking down the road when you did this because you keep hearing loads of cars going past. But it was the Evans family uh, who have become sort of stars of Charlton Live. They've, they've been on the fans bar a couple of times now. Uh, they were eager to give their thoughts on yesterday's draw with Burton. 3-3 at the Pirelli Stadium today. Charlton chucking away a two-goal lead in the first half. What did you make of the game? Um, well, our track record against the lower teams still stands up, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. You just think they're going to play a lower league team. Bottom. And should they win today? Yes. Do they? No. But I'll take the point now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all would after they, <laughs> after they went 3-2 up. Me, I'll take the point. <laughs> uh, two goals for Charlie Kurt today. Yeah. Um, we've been playing alongside Stockley a little bit of late because of the shortages up front. What did you think of his performance today? Um, I thought he played okay, Kirk. I thought he took his chances really well. Um, maybe this is going to sound harsh because he scored two goals today, but I'm still not completely sold in him playing out and I'm still not completely sold in him actually been in the team I don't think he gives enough um, but uh, you can't knock his finishing today um, although I would with 30 minutes ago I thought actually Stockley had one of his better games today and won pretty much every head in that first half so if I was Garner and it might have not been what the fans would have wanted I would have taken Kirk off with 30 minutes ago and left Stockley and Aniki up front but for some reason Garner doesn't want to do that but that would have been where I went but generally Kirk's finish is fantastic do I see Kirk as a child player long term probably not but, yeah, there you go. You mentioned Anika, obviously another another performance where he comes on with half half hour to go, 20 minutes to go. Do you find it frustrating that he's just not a player that can do, you know, start from the off? Because he's, he's such an impact when he comes on, isn't he? It, it, oh, yeah, definitely. He's been a world beat in the last three games, hasn't he? Oh, my God. But the ball didn't fall for him today. There were a few chances there and you thought, <laughs> and it never just fell right, did it? You just thought, is the script already written three all against the bottom team? I don't know. But a couple of painful, agonisingly close chances at the end of the game. Corey looked looked dangerous oh. when he came on. Oh. Well beat, wasn't he? <laughs> but, you know, those two chances, what was it, Felter? Pain. And Corey beat him when, and went yeah. through, but the cross, I don't know if it was a cross or a shot yeah, or what he was trying to do. It and then the Chuck's, Chuck's messed up and just think, oh... Is it in the it already written three all? I don't know. Oh dear, we come so far. <laughs> another another trip up, sort of soaking Trent way next weekend. Port Vale away. You thinking? What, what are you thinking for that next week? Obviously, a team that will come up from League Two. Hoping we can get a result up there. Obviously, need to bounce back. Really, I think we'd be disappointed to not pick up maximum points after being two 0 up. Yeah, massively hope we can bounce back next week, but. Uh, I must admit, having been to the two games this week, and I know we got past Stevenage, I know we got a point today, but it's going to sound quite harsh. But I've got so little faith in this team, and I know we've got injuries at the moment, which, you know, I put that down. That's probably a big reason for why I've got a little faith, um, especially in the defensive area. But I would not want to predict, if I was a betting man, which I am a little bit, but I would not ever back against for Charlton or anyway, because you just don't know what is, what's going to happen game from game. So, yeah, I don't. I will certainly be back in this next week, put it that way. There we go, lovely stuff. Thanks to uh, those two chaps for getting involved once more. Um, yeah, good uh, good chat after the game. Frustration, of course, at full time, uh, as we shared. Just a point uh, with the bottom of the league side. Right, uh, we're coming up to the end of the show now. Um, 
tomorrow or Monday, depending on when you're listening, Monday evening, uh, we are off to the FSA Awards, uh, the fourth time in the last five years that we've been nominated for Club uh, Podcast of the Year. So wish us luck. Um, it should be a good night, even if we don't win, because we've got used to that now. But um, <laughs> fingers crossed that maybe this will be the year that we can bring uh, the title home. Uh, Charlton's best chance of silverware this season, someone told me. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed. Thanks to everyone who's listened throughout the years, because uh, obviously without our listeners, we'd had no chance of uh, getting to go to award ceremonies like this. So we're really, really grateful for all of you who support us, anyone else, uh, anyone who threw our name into the ring for when, when they were asking for nominations as well. So, like I say, fingers crossed we can we can bring home some silverware uh, for the addicts right uh, we've come to the end of uh, this week's chart and thanks for everyone who's listened don't forget we'll be back on Thursday then to look ahead to next Saturday's trip uh, up to Port Vale uh, look forward to speaking to you then thank you to Nathan and to Lewis for getting up on your Sunday morning to have this chat cheers guys see you tomorrow cheers boys see you tomorrow good to speak to the pair of you I'm Louis Meadows thanks for listening and we shall see you again on Thursday catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.